what's good? What's going on, everybody? You already know who this is, and it's definitely your favorite soulful child. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, Shark, come back to you once again. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and y'all already know I gotta keep bringing with the hottest artists that you know out there. And man, y'all wouldn't guess who I'd ran into, man. I brought my man, the famous, my man coming in banging. And y'all already been tuned in a while now. You better go tune in. It's Javen Cannon in the building. Yo, and we gonna talk about, we gonna dive into him, y'all. We gonna connect with him. And we gonna get to know more about his music. It's popping, man. Again, if you have not tapped into Javen Cannon's music, hey, stop what you're doing right now. Go tap, tap into it, okay? So we gonna talk about it. So Javen, how you doing, man? Man, I'm doing well. Happy to be here. Super excited to be here. How about you? I'm good, man. Hey, especially we diving in with you. Gotta be hyped up. Gotta hey, man, let's get it. Let's gotta talk about it. Gotta be hyped up, man. So how your day been so far? Uh, my day's been smooth, you know what I'm saying? Uh, wake up early, top of the top, you know what I'm saying? Went to work, got that out the way, now I'm here talking to you. But I can't ask you too much more. Yeah, yeah, man. And I know we was chopping up right before we got on, but I want people to get to dive in a little bit to you as well. So, man, so blessing to be on with you, you know, and it's always up to the most high to definitely tap into good people like you, man. So uh, I want you to talk about your latest uh, song that we talked about, let everybody know what it is and shout it out to uh, mostly everybody that was into that project as well. Uh, well, yeah, so... Uh... I've probably been doing music for about two years now. I've always been a writer. Um, so just writing different things, whether it be poetry, plays, and, you know, various raps in different times of my life. But actually taking it serious has probably been about two years. Um, so in that time, um, just pushing into the studio, um, I connected with one of my friends from D.C. Uh, when I went to uh, Howard University. I'm um, just moving around, just going to the studio, bumping to a guy named K.J., um, and we build like a real dope, like artist working relationship. Um, we go into the studio together, working on music. Right. Um, long story short, one day he comes into, you know, the apartment saying he got a, you know, the song that he's been working on. It's the crazy song. You ain't, can't nobody rap on it because it's the dopest verse. He done. So he's coming, you know, talking up the song. I mean, it's a basketball song. It's a concept song. Um, it's about basketball but talking to a girl teaching her how to play basketball sexual innuendo sexual innuendo but you know what i'm saying we get the whole thing um and the song was dope super fire the hook was fire um super dope beat so i wrote to it we ended up laying it and nothing happened for about a year um my feelings over the song was that it was an amazing song but it was so conceptual that it would be kind of difficult to like I'm saying maneuver with it. And that the best thing for it would probably be on like a basketball movie right. soundtrack or something like that. But how the heck that's going to happen? Um, <laughs> so fast forward for about a year later, my brother's doing a movie about basketball, um, yeah. women's basketball called She Ball. I was like, hey, hmm, we got this one song. So you know what I'm saying connected, let him hear. He loved it and kind of the rest is history. So that song was placed on the soundtrack to you know the movie she bought that just came out on the 10th um of august yeah. um so that's the soundtrack is coming out like uh, a little later um this month so that's uh, executive produced by chris brown and um Birdman. okay chris brown is on the album roddy rich is on it um Lil wayne is on it um side of it but you know the 
everybody kind of wanting that joint burner right now. Mm-hmm. So and we on that thing too. So go ahead and check that. So did you did you like feel like it was like deja vu when you wrote the song and then you popped out with the basically the the video the, the movie you know and you're like okay I wrote the song a while back and now this movie's out I want to put the the um the song onto the movie. Now I definitely felt like something I uh you know I would say spoken into existence almost or it's something that was manifested might be even a better word for it. Um, definitely put in the work for it, sat on it, and kind of had all of the, the work done already. And it was just kind of sitting in my head, the idea. Um, it was interesting to me, like exactly what I spoke happened. Um, one, just kind of understanding that that power, but mm-hmm. watching it happen on, like I didn't even really expect it to go, like it went perfectly, like exactly how, I, dang, it's kind of crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was definitely a feeling, it wasn't necessarily a feeling of like deja vu, but it was like, you know, it wasn't the first time that I manifest something, I spoke something into existence. So it's like, oh wow, but understanding that it's like you got a superpower and you realize, yeah. oh, I can fly. It's like, oh, I can fly at this height. I didn't realize I can go this high. So it's yeah, like the power of the tongue, you know, right. manifestation. I believe in all that, man. So definitely, uh, you, especially when you work, wake up and you grind toward that every day, it's like yeah. you definitely got to get a positive outcome from it. So, um, Maybe that happened at the time that you thought it was, you know, yeah. needed to be it good. hundred percent. So what would you say, um, since you started music about two years ago, taking it serious, what project or what song was most difficult or challenging for you? Um, see, where I, where I am, um, reflecting back on the two years where I've been in my life journey, um, I'm like a hoarder. Of music i'm not really i got that problem right now like struggling to put it out um but over the course of these like two years um, i feel like my focus was just to get better like, i wasn't trying to you know what i'm saying stream this amount of numbers and do i have this many songs to do like no nah, i just wanted to hear myself get better um mm-hmm. i think this for like the first year was just to prove myself that like no nah, i have what it takes like i can write quality material um I can mastering and perfecting my voice, how to use it, how to use it over web beats. So it's really just, because I always feel like I could rap, but right. being able to rap is only one part of being a good rapper. Um, it's only one part of being able to make good rap music, not as the ability to rap. So understanding that is like, okay, so it's kind of more I need to work on. I got the bass, but I need more than that. So right. over like this year, a year and a half, especially with Corona, you know, keeping everybody in the house. And that was really my grind, like, just getting nice, like, just make as many songs as you possibly can, like, um, right. so that was that time. So I, I don't, to answer your question, I don't think it was a particular song, it was more so just the process. Um, that was where, you know, the hardest thing for me to master, mastering my process, creating my process, and mastering. I like the, the key word you said, mastering, you know, mastering yourself, you're not judging yourself or comparing yourself to no one else grind but your own. And so, like you said, you put it out there, you're listening to it, and you just want to get the, you know, get to see your growth, basically, in each song. So I like that, um, that you didn't really find, I mean, I guess each song challenged you a different way, I guess you could yeah. say it like that. Um, and then, so when you started doing music, did you also jump into Routing Out, um, Fourth th- Daughter Seriously too, or how did that come about? Nah, it was, well, that's like a whole different journey. Um, but it was also like a layer. 
So. Oh, okay. Yeah, uh, me getting on wild and outs is just um, part of the reason I went to Howard. Like, so just kind of my brother believing in me, what investing, putting stuff into me. Mm-hmm. Um, so before having conversations with him, like I would have never went to Howard. I wanted to go to East Carolina University because um, it was a beautiful campus. It was cheap. It was close <laughs> to home. Like. Had everything I felt need. It wasn't until you know having a conversation with him that he kind of brought my perspective, um, and I ended up there. So in the course of me ending my or almost completing my time at Howard, so probably like my senior year, um, uh, he kind of well we had a conversation and I was just like, what you want to do now? Like, you now I kind of threw some things across his path. Like, okay, we can make that work. Like, all right. So what do you think the first step is to get there? Like, well. But I kind of want to be around while and out. Like, oh, that's easy. So then, you know, maybe a couple months later, I don't really remember the timeline, but whenever the next season arrived, um, I was there. But I was a production assistant, which is basically just the runner, mm-hmm. the errand person of the set. So I was okay, super excited. Yeah, exactly. Okay. I was super excited, came to work every day, super fresh, to like take trash out and like run to the store to get like, candy because E-Man, he wants some candy and I don't got no more on set or, you know what I'm saying, the toilet got clogged up so now we need a plunger so we need you to go to Walmart and like get a plunger for production so we can unclog it. But, oh, all right. <laughs> that was kind of my first season so I was literally starting at the lowest position I had to work my way up from there. Um, moving on to like wanting to work with the creatives. Um, so I stuck then from just being a regular production assistant, I was a writing production assistant uh, with the creative consultants that kind of gave me access to the cast members and able to like play some of the games and workshops um, where in rehearsals and stuff like that. Right. So being able to get in that room, I was able to show, hey, I'm kind of funny. I clap a little bit too, y'all know. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, and then from there, impressed with a couple of the producers. It's been around the family forever. I'm like literally watching me grow up from a little big headed little boy to like a right. big headed man. <laughs> yeah. um, so impressing them, impressing some you know new faces. Um, I was able to like bring it to my brother. Like, hey, you might you might be ready to do it. <laughs> right. Um, so long story short, that next season, um, I think it was my first time touching the stage. So it was like a four season journey. And did you did you expect it to be like that? Where like you had to work all the way from the bottom? Oh yeah, no, nah, yeah, no perfects. Oh, yeah, nah, I didn't expect to just walk home. No, nah, uh, for real. One, my nah, that's not my brother didn't play that. That's nah, <laughs> nah. <laughs> okay, um, that's what's up. That's what's up. I like that that you um definitely expressed that you had to start from the bottom and then he had to you know take those levels up and then when you finally touched the stage, was there like a like what was the wild what was the wildest moment for you? Like what did you remember on the stage? Um you, you watch the show? <laughs> yeah. Nah, I watch nah, I watch the show. I love the show. You know, me personally, I like when they had the shoes. Like, you know, that's you know, that's what that's what I'm at. You yeah. seen it? You see what yeah. happened to me? You see what no. they did for me? No, nah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no. nah, that's that's undoubtedly the craziest thing that ever happened to me on any stage. Like, uh, <laughs> I'm normally the bully on stage, but oh man, so one, that's a little humbling. But nah, it was that moment was a, I'm not gonna say it was difficult at all, but it was the wildest moment for sure. But 
<laughs> like also like one of the dopest moments I ever had on stage. Like people think just because you're not on top, you're not the one doing the winning, but it's a loss. Like nah, like that was my first. I was literally sharing stage with legends, people I've been fans of since I was a no, kid. No thanks, <laughs> thanks. Um, literally some of the funniest people in the world, some of the best roasters in the world. Craig, not the, <laughs> not the state, the world. You know what I'm yeah. <laughs> so the one to be able to share the stage with them, two to be able to thanks. Take the joke from him. Like, you know what I'm yeah. saying? You want to share the court with Kobe? He's going to shoot some fadeaways in your face. LeBron going to get a fast break. He's going to steal the ball uh, from you. He's going to chase you down. It's going to happen. You know what I'm saying? He's going to get a chase down block from you. That's LeBron. That's that's D Wade. That's KE <laughs> over there. Like, yeah. And if you want to be on this court, you better figure you better, out. What you, you better do something. <laughs> you better figure out what you do and do it well. So. That moment was crazy, but at the end of it, you know what I'm saying? Chico Beans gave me, like, said some of the realest verse and dapped me up. But, hey, they didn't know you before. They're going to know you now. So, <laughs> no, for real. No, they don't know you now. Like, you can take this as a loss. You can feel like we bullying you. You can feel like we just compiled knowing you. But what actually happened is that we just introduced you to the world. Real. Like, yeah. <laughs> you could have been standing on the sideline and we didn't say a word to you and nobody would have noticed you. We just At the entire world. So, yeah, everybody know you know. Yeah. First episode, the world know you. Congratulations, young boy. So, <laughs> shout out to the legends. Shout out to the big Yeah, home. for real. Shout out to definitely the, all the legends on Wild and Out, man. And shout out to your brother, Nick Cannon. It's definitely love, man. And definitely he putting you in the positions um, to definitely eat. You know, like you said, it's a family thing. So, he's giving you more gems to eat off of. And so, what are some future projects that you are working on right now? that you want everybody to look forward to um, if they have not already tapped into you right now? Because if you have it, you are already lost. You know what I'm saying? Man, definitely, definitely. Uh, and I'm definitely a big world dominating plan going on. So I'm in the middle of it right now. Uh, but what's next is probably uh, definitely more music. Um, starting to release music. Um, I got a big arsenal of stuff that I'm super excited to release. Um, I'm working on a, another joint project with the same person that we have, my friend KJ, who's uh, yeah. he actually just, if, the, if you got noticed the phone pause, they froze it for a second. He actually just called me. Uh, we're supposed to be in the studio right now. But okay. um, so yeah, we have a mixtape that we're working on. I'm gonna do my own solo project. Um, you know, just working more. Um, I'm working in various areas, uh, talking to at Power 106 um, every morning. So if anybody in listening watching this podcast in the LA area check your boy out yeah. um I work you know while and out is shooting again well we're currently airing the new season season 16 that I was also a part of as being on yeah. the cast and working as a you know creative consultant um I think my first episode aired the first night um which was last Tuesday last when Tuesday went Tuesday yep the Tuesday yeah um <laughs> so yeah that's going on we're shooting again in October, so season seventeen is coming very, very soon. Me too. Uh, more hilarity um, is coming. Um, then working on uh, the Nick Cannon talk show. Okay, um, yeah. Which is taking place in New York. Um, I'll be working part of that. So there's a lot to keep my hands in, but also like developing me. Um, I like want to do, you know print work uh, I think I'm a little handsome I think I can take a couple pictures yeah you know I'm talking about so yeah. <laughs> people of mine seeing my face a couple places yeah um, like that <laughs> so uh things like that I want to you know branch out more I've done a lot of work behind the scenes but now you know at a certain point it's going to be time for me to creep in front of the scenes and you know show my abilities and my skills and show you know what I'm able to do I went to Howard and graduated with a film and uh, degree in television and film production 
Um, so I want to direct. I got movies. I got plays. I got I have long, extensive performing arts background. So there's a lot of things that I want to create on my own that I want to put my name on. Um, so right now is the time of just perfecting, gathering all the tools, doing all the work, getting all the groundwork. But oh, stay tuned. Hey, stay well, tuned. Is the Yo. <laughs> Yo, so what would you say to people right now listening and they were like, man, I want to I wanna put that time, put that grind in, but they feel like they can't make it. What would you say right now, man? Um, that if they feel like they can't make it, they won't. Hey. Hey. And if they feel like they can make it, they will. It's literally, they will. Hey. It's literally <laughs> as simple as that. Um, and I think people get the confused and misconception that just because something simple that is easy, like no, nah, there's a very yeah. fundamental difference between simple and easy. Like it's simple to become a doctor. All you gotta <laughs> do is go to school. Go to school, get your medical degree. Simple, it's two yeah. steps. But that's a hard two steps to complete. Like going to school. <laughs> no, <without really>. <laughs> Um, so this is just a fundamental difference. Uh, but it starts with the mind. It starts with what you tell yourself. It starts with you wake up and feed and pour into yourself every day. No, um, it starts with the self-talk that you tell yourself. Um, you can have an amazing seed, you have amazing soil, amazing water, but if you talk down to the plant every day, it's not gonna grow. Yeah, man, so facts. Facts, <laughs> you gotta so, feed it positively. So for those people that want to do it, but feel like they can't, you gotta start with feeling like you can't. Mm-hmm. You can't, you won't. And if you Thanks. will, then do. And just because you're, once you start putting those active steps in, once you start putting the work in, like we were saying at the top of this, like when I've experienced it personally, it doesn't mean it's gonna come when you think it's gonna come, it's gonna arrive in the moment. But if you continue to put in the work, if you continue to put in the effort, if you continue to do everything in your power to get a place, Right. That doesn't necessarily you mean you're gonna get to that place that you put all the work in, but you're gonna get somewhere. You're gonna make progression. You're gonna grow. Right. You're gonna move forward. Um, and that's all we can ask for is progression. So yeah. just keep doing change that mindset. Man. You can do yeah. whatever you tell yourself you can do, even if you tell yourself you can't. So you're gonna do it whichever way you go. You're gonna do it, and that's the most important yeah. thing. And you gotta keep putting yourself up, man. And yo, everybody's listening right now. I want y'all to dive into my my man Javen Cannon, man. Hey, look, tell everybody if they have not by this time, figure out how to follow you, man. Tell everybody where to follow you on social media because you're a busy man, so they gotta keep up with you. They have not. I am, the best way to get in contact with me is on Instagram. You want to be a part of the movement. I'm gonna watch what I do as I do it on um, Instagram. Right. The King Cannon. The K-I-N-G Cannon. C-A-N-N-O-N. Um, follow your boy. You know what I'm saying I, I try to be as interactive as I can. I don't really do the social media thing like that, but I'm trying to get better at it. Um, but there's a lot of going on. There's a lot to pay attention to. There's a lot to I think people would enjoy tapping into. So especially, and it's going to be even more to come. Right. So stay tuned. Stay tuned. Watch my man on Wild and Out. Yo, check him out. And this, like I said, if they have not known your name by the first episode, man, they've been sleeping. So catch up and dive into his music. Definitely more features and definitely connections that he got coming soon. Vibing with his voice, man. Thank you for sharing your voice with everyone, too. Man, I, you know, it's definitely crazy just to even to tap in with you, man. And it's man, a blessing. Always, man, I say you're a busy man, so we ain't gonna keep you too long. But look, if you don't know by now at the PG podcast that, look, Char loves you, know that Javian 
Cannon, love y'all. Shout out to Nick Cannon, all the greats on the Wild and Out, man. And like I said, y'all keep love, lead to inspire, and y'all stay tapped into the PED podcast, y'all. Yeah, man.